When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin, the auto editor here at HowStuffWorks.com. And my name is Ben Bolin. I write some videos here, and as you know, I hang out with Scott. Uh, Scott, I've been thinking about taking a new side job. Really? Yeah, you know how I went through several? Oh, many, many side jobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Very important I, work around here, by the way. Well, thank you. You yeah. know, it's always a great thing to meet a fan. So Tape I, dispenser I filler. It. What were mm-hmm. you like? Uh, staple mm-hmm. remover one sure. day? Roundhouses. I mean, <laughs> I did it all, buddy. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, and now I think that we're getting to the point in our office where everybody can cooperate well enough to do some do-it-yourself projects. Yeah, I think so. DIY stuff. Yeah. And so I've been considering a career in like DIY consultancy. Okay. As long as it's a side job. Consultant's a good gig. Yeah, I it know. It really is. You just you just get consulted by yeah, people. Well, true. And you don't even have to be right. You just say, well, sometimes I make it, sometimes I don't. I think the trick is to put enough variables and qualifiers in, in your statement. <laughs> right. uh, it's basically a horoscope. That's right. You didn't follow it exactly. Right. But that's why uh, I was so excited. That's my ulterior motive um, behind the excitement you sensed when you brought this idea up to me, mm-hmm. which I think is awesome and is kind of a new thing for us. Yeah, it is. This is a, uh, this is something that I had for a brief time when I was younger, maybe 18, 20 years old. I, you know, I just got into my go-kart that I still have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of tinkering and that type of garage project led me to believe that, uh, someday I wanted to build my own boat. And that is what this podcast is about. Uh, Scott, I have the same sort of fascination with this because as a Boy Scout, I remember reading in Boy's Life and some older comic books, mm-hmm. all those little ads that would say things like, build your own submarine kit, build your own boat. Oh, with- hovercraft. That's a good one. Hovercraft. Using vacuum motors. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah I did not right. know it was vacuum That's motor. right. And there were also, uh, you could 
build some using washing machine motors, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just there's a lot of interesting variations on that whole thing. But you're right, the the build your own boat thing was big for a while. So let's go ahead and cut to the chase on this. For anybody who has an immediate question, right now, let's get on the table. Is it possible to build your own boat? Certainly. And honestly, believe it or not, anybody could do this, really. I mean, really, anybody. If you can operate simple hand tools, you could do this. This so is like, this is that easy. It's like drill, uh, screwdriver. It, it is. And you know what, Ben? <laughs> um, we'll, we'll talk about this yeah. in a minute, but when when... You read some of these ads. Now, some of these ads that we're looking at, you got to remember that these are from the 1950s, 1960s. The dollar amounts that they mention are way off at this point mm-hmm. uh, because they say you could do it for $32 and it'll take you an afternoon or a weekend to build. And the the part about you know taking a weekend or a day to build in That's some still cases, true. that is still true. The cost has gone up, of course, because you know an outboard motor is going to be a little bit expensive at this mm-hmm. point. It's more than you know what it was then. Plywood's going to cost a little more. You know, screws are going to cost a little more. Fiberglass materials going to cost a little more. But honestly, the the time doesn't change at all. As long as you have a a, rel- I mean, just as long as you're you're relatively competent with tool hand tools, mm-hmm. you can do this. And some of them say even in one day. And I've seen boats on the water, you know, via YouTube or you know whatever, that uh, many people have said, yeah, I built this kit in one day. That's paint everything. It's operational one day. That's amazing. I wish we lived closer to a lake. And and what we're talking about, just so that everybody's clear on this, is that we're talking about these little, like, mini hydroplane-type boats. Um, you know, the type that you'd see, Miss Budweiser, um, you know, that type of boat that you'd find on the, on the rivers, but not jet engine-powered, of course, like uh, Miss Budweiser is. Right. But that shape of a boat. Uh, you're talking about, like, a tri-hull boat or a three-point boat, rather, mm-hmm. um, of different variations of this. You'll, you'll find some that are shaped like a saucer almost, um, really, really flat, small boats that hold one person, maybe two. Maybe two. And if you're an adult in these, these are designed for kids, really, because um, they were, again, they're in boys' life and popular mechanics and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, they're designed for one person and usually in a kneeling position or maybe they have a seat sometimes. It depends on the depth of the boat. Um, but you steer them with a, you know, a steering wheel that you have on hand. You have to find that. Yeah. Um, or, you know, in some cases you reach back and you hand control the, uh, the outboard motor. But really the motor, I think in this case is going to be the most expensive part of this whole venture. Sure. And that's one thing that has been true since the fifties. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of these ads. Yeah. And we should probably also mention here that when you're, Building a boat like this, which which is possible and can be a lot of fun, uh, you know, really depends on how much time you want to put into it. Exactly. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna at the very end of this podcast, I'm gonna tell you where you can go to get some free boat plans mm-hmm. because a lot of these are now reprinted online. Um, you know, there are the old patterns, the old uh, old scale drawings, everything that you need, all the the uh, the parts list, step by step instructions. You can order. Uh, well, we'll get into it, but you can order larger scale prints of these of these instructions for you know sometimes as little as as five dollars if the place mm-hmm. still exists. If not, then you know you just go by the smaller plans that they have online. But uh, you can still very easily do this in one day or one weekend. In some cases, you know, it depends on what the time you throw at it, but um, you may you know may take you a couple weeks. Because these are designed, uh, if you think about it, for young adults uh, mm-hmm. often, which means that they try to keep the level of craftsmanship or skill required lower than they would if it was 
you know, building a speedboat. Yeah, these are well. This is a speedboat for kids, really, because right. you know, when when we're talking about these boats, we're talking about little mini hydroplanes. And and mm-hmm. again, I want in a moment, I want to get to a list of the other types of boats you can build. But we're yeah. we're focusing on these mini hydroplanes because right. that's my favorite. That's that's the only reason. They are by far the coolest looking. They do look really cool. And if you find these mini, just do a search for mini hydroplane or something like that, yeah. and you'll find these tiny little boats. Um, you know, they're between six and ten feet long. They have, you know, anywhere from like a, you could have a three horsepower motor, you could have a, a six horsepower motor, you could have a 25 horsepower motor. All depends on what level of speed you're looking for. Because in the versions that I saw, if you had a nine foot hydroplane, uh, with a six horsepower Johnson outboard motor, um, it, the whole thing, the entire boat only weighs 68 pounds. So it's a real lightweight construction. Wow. Uh, a lot of it is foam. A lot of it is, uh, just lightweight wood, you know, plywood and veneers. Um, a lot, you know, a lot of uh, fiberglass laid over the top of sure, that and paint just and waterproofing. stuff. But, but really, there's not much to these things. Not mm-hmm. much of a, you know, there's a bit of a skeleton just for strength. It's not it's not meant to be an open water boat. It's for protected areas only, like if you're on a reservoir or a pond or something like sure. that. A big pond. Don't cross the Atlantic. No, no. But you may t- be talking about something that can go 25 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour. Some, sometimes, you know, a lot of them are advertised as 50 plus miles per hour. Wow. Some of them, I saw... You know, one of these guys is breaking a speed record in a certain class because they race these. Mm-hmm. Um, 83 miles an hour. Are you serious? 83. Now, 25 feels pretty darn quick on the water. Especially if you're in something under 100 pounds. This is a tiny little boat. I mean, you're you're surrounded by this tiny little boat, and you're going 25. That feels like it's quick. You can catch some air in the front end on yeah, that. Yeah, it, it gets dangerous at a certain point, you know, yeah. that you don't uh, submerge yourself. But um, I, had a, I had a great uncle who did this for a while in Michigan. He, he and his sons built and raced these mini hydroplanes back in the 50s and 60s when it was you know mm-hmm. very popular to do so on Lake Orion in Michigan. And uh, they, they competed in on weekend events, you know, that would happen on that lake. And uh, as a matter of fact, there's, I think they've had a couple of wrecks even, uh, you know, spills. There's a, there's a huge, <laughs> this kind of, it's not funny. I mean, they had a wreck and he <laughs> lost his, he lost, he had a big diamond ring. So oh. somewhere at the bottom of, uh, Lake Orion is a big diamond ring where he lost it. He, he, he dove for it for days and couldn't find it. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. I mean, talk about a needle in the haystack. Yeah, but though. I mean, how cool is it? I never knew him when he had any of these boats. He, at this point, there was a point where he decided to, to go and move into bigger fiberglass molds and he had a warehouse and everything and, um, would, would build bigger boats wow. and sell the, sell the molds and the designs and everything. But, um, you know, when, when his kids were younger, they competed in these hydroplane races. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean, amazing. Interesting sport. I mean, I think it would be a ton of fun for a kid. Yeah, and be a it'd be a pretty good podcast too. So mm-hmm. mental and note: these would be great, just weekend weekend fun type things to get going too. Because I've I've rented them before, a little bit bigger, but just you know the the toned down versions, like you know when you rent a go kart somewhere and it's, right. it's really yeah. governed way down. Mm-hmm. Um, Silver Lake, Michigan, we rented these little tiny boats, and you know the my dad, my brothers, and I went out, and you know so there are three, I think three, because one of my brothers is too young at the time to drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, three of us, and you know when there are three of you, you can really kind of you know jump each other's wakes and sure. you know, it's a lot of fun it's a good time so what are the other types oh yeah yeah that, we, a, that we have it's a huge list and these are all free plans that you can find online there there are some that you'd, you'd pay for um you, know, you can order plans mm-hmm. for bigger boats or larger plans uh but just just to give you an idea and i'll go through it super quick because there's a long list here but um we're not just talking about the mini hydroplanes. That's that's there in my favorite, but mm-hmm. uh, you can you can get um, glass bottom boats, sailboats, catamarans, drift boats, 
Cabin cruisers, Ben. What? Really? Cabin cruisers, yep. That's an endeavor. Uh, that is a big project, yeah. That's yeah. not a weekend project. No. <laughs> no, no. And these, I mean, some of these, you know, they're 19 feet long, 25 feet long, but I'm sure you could build mm-hmm. a, a much larger version of whatever you whatever you buy the, mm-hmm. the plans for. You could just scale everything up, I think. You can also make it, pontoon boats. I think it works that way. Sometimes they tell you not to just because of, uh, you know, as far as safety and stability. And, yeah, and structural stability. But uh, anyways, cabin cruisers, you can, I mean... Imagine building your own cabin cruiser. You could build houseboats, pedal boats, paddle wheels, Ben. You can build a paddle wheel boat. A little tiny – I saw one that was a bass boat, I think. Yeah. Tiny little paddle wheel in the back, but it was kind of cool looking. Um, uh, let's see. Rowboats, of course. Canoes. Oh, canoes is a big, a big one. People yeah. love to make handmade awesome. wooden canoes. They look beautiful. I made a canoe one time. Did you? Yeah, it was It was not beautiful. It was pretty crappy. But really? Would you carve it out of a yeah, log? Yeah, we had, we had to make a canoe. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, it took forever. That's a cool project. It's cool in retrospect. I think it's what they call a character builder. Do you still have it? No, I don't have it. My my troop, my Boy Scout troop, uh, I think someone from there probably has it. Wow. Yeah, it was neat. That's impressive. It took a while. And it floated. It did. It floated with two people in it. We had some experiments. Two people, huh? Okay. Yeah, but it was really, it, it was out of a really, really large log. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, we learn stuff. You have to. They make you hustle for those merit badges. That's really cool. That's a but, good project. I've never done that. Uh, you could do fishing boats, ooh. ice boats, even Ben. Wow. You know the you know the ice boats. Yeah. So I mean, there's runabouts. You know the old runabout boats that they'd have in the 30s and 40s. <laughs> uh, you know the really cool looking mahogany deck type boats. Mm-hmm. Um, those those are available online. Again, all of these you can get for free on the internet. That's another thing. I wish we'd emphasized that more at the beginning. The existence of the internet has dramatically increased the average person's ability to build a good boat from scratch, mm-hmm. to build almost a good anything from scratch, yeah. to be honest with you. And you're not sending away for, you know, some mag, the back of some magazine, right. $25 for the plans or whatever. Waiting four to six weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then something arrives that, you know, is not what you ordered. Right, right. Because that happened often. That did happen often. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you can go and before you, chunk down any money indeed without chunking down any money you can check out plans uh, uh to your heart's content on the internet if there are plans that you have to pay for there are usually something some other uh similar plans that you can look at for comparison mm-hmm. exactly and well should i tell them where they can get the plans uh or do you yes. want to wait until uh let's wait till the end i've got one thing okay go ahead i got one thing that we mm-hmm. should put in yeah we can't now, you know, I'm a little bit of a survivalist. We cannot let the uh, boat, Build Your Own Boat podcast pass without talking about what can potentially be a life-saving device, which is building your own raft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see it in the movies a lot, right? How does it work? Uh, there there are a couple different ways. I'm only going to talk about uh, one or two. I'll you're talking it. about survival rafts here, right? Yes. Wow. So you're out in the woods by a raging river. Uh, you've got your partner, because being a good camper, you always use the buddy system. Your partner has, let's say, they've broken their ankle or they're injured or something. And How about they've just had to cut their own arm off with a dull knife because it was pinched in the uh, in a, in a uh, net? Never mind. No, no, that's perfect. No, never mind. Well, let's never go mind. with that. I like the urgency. Uh, I don't know. Okay, there's urgency. Okay, let's just put ur- it that way. Urgency. Yeah. Um, so what you'll want to do is if you can find spruce trees, those are the best, but you want something probably about – uh, 12 feet long is usually the rule of thumb you hear. You'd like to have 10, but you can do it with less. 
And uh, what you do is you line those up and you get four shorter logs. And those you want to be, if your stuff is 12 feet, you want those shorter logs to be around six or seven, probably seven, seven feet. And then because you're a good camper, you have some sort of rope, I hope. So you're able to lash, uh, to lash those four shorter logs at each end so that such that the pressure, uh, pushes, uh, the, the longer logs, logs are your actual raft, uh, together. Now you don't, you know, of course this guy has just cut off his own arm. Well, this is the, uh, this is the Boy Scout always be prepared thing, right? Cause you need to know how to lash. Right. You need to have the equipment to cut down or find, uh, you know, long lengths of wood. Mm-hmm. You need um, your saplings. Yeah. And, and plus or, the, uh, the, the wherewithal to put all this together. Right. And so <laughs> if you can make this raft, then that would be awesome. And you guys can hop down. I would say, uh, common sense, try to get another long stick. I know this is yet more stickery, but have another long stick that you can use to steer because your newly one armed friend will not be able to help you. Um, and then of course, hopefully ride away to safety where you can find a ranger who will give medical care to your friends. Wow, Ben. I'm impressed. Have you ever had to do this? Uh, I have never had to do this like in an emergency situation or anything. But did you do it uh, because you wanted to? Yeah, we, we did it before, um, when we were on different hiking things. It's, it's a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I'm not satisfied with giving our listeners that because it assumes a lot of things that might not be available. So I want to talk about the brush raft. And then there's another thing called a poncho raft. Wait, wait, wait. The brush raft? Right. Cause you have, let's say you don't have, uh, 10 newly cut spruce tree logs. This doesn't sound safe. It's uh probably you know it's not, it works in a pinch. <laughs> I understand it'll it'll, it'll do the job. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I got it. So you do you will need rope, vine. You'll need brush. Uh, you'll need some ponchos. Now I'm not going to go into the nuts and bolts of how to build this. Uh, but what what you do basically the concept is that you make an X frame with these saplings. You use the ponchos to and the drawstrings of the ponchos to adhere with this X string so that, the X, so that the X of the saplings provides structural stability and you line it with green brush. Hmm. Um, and then once it's waterproofed uh, with the ponchos, you will be able to use it as a flotation device. Ah, so this is like a big flotation pillow type thing. You know, the, yeah. the, the seats that you sit on in, in rowboats or whatever? Right. It can it's a be, big version of that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, essentially that's a really good comparison, Scott. Now there's a... Um, there, there are a couple ways to do this. Both of brush rafts and things made with your ponchos are really more suitable for equipment, say, that if you're wading through a stream and you've got valuable equipment, you know, um, than they would be for transporting multiple people. I see. So you're going to float something across with you as you wade across or mm-hmm. swim across. Mm-hmm. The okay. guy, the guys in that Oregon Trail video game could have used this. Ah, yes. So there, there are a bunch of, that's another reason why it's a good thing to have if you need to build a boat in a pinch. A poncho can do so much more than you think it can do until you need it. Like, uh, it's kind of like the towel in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, very good. And, uh, I guess, I guess that's all I, I wanted to be clear on there. So building your own boat, is it possible? Yes. I'm going to tell you, Right before we go to where people will find the plans, I know I'm making us go long, man, but one more thing. It's That's so right. cool. My buddy uh, Rishi Sawa um, has built his own island. Really? It's it's 
I, I thought it kind of, I'm kind of cheating because Rishi Soa, S-O-W-A. Now he built this island with, let's see, check it out. He's built two of these. The first one was destroyed in a hurricane. Um, it's off of the, it's south of Cancun. He built an island 66 feet by 54 feet long with using 250,000 plastic bottles along with plywood and bamboo. Oh, come on. Yes, sir. Really? Yes, really. I'm going to have to look this up. I, they're, they're, clearly, gonna, there must be photos. Scott, he's my friend on Facebook. This yeah. guy is... No kidding, really? Yeah, he's aces, man. Really? Well, is he, has he invited you to the island for uh, for a weekend or anything? Um, I think people... I, he does get a lot of visitors on his new island. Um, does he live there? Yeah, he lives there. He lives there yeah. on... on Bottles and plywood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. Uh, he's got a. He's got three beaches, a house, two ponds, a solar-powered uh, river waterfall, what? solar panels. What? Yes, sir. And uh, his second island's a little bit smaller, but he gets visitors all the time. This guy is my my favorite version of a do-it-yourself boat I'm, builder. I'm staring at it with my mouth wide open. I can't. I can't believe what I'm hearing. He's inspired. He's the one who inspired me to take my new fictional job, helping people. <laughs> Do it yourself. Do do <laughs> DIY good. projects. Very good. Yeah, the consultancy job that you're uh, you're looking for. So while people are uh, googling this awesome man-made island and learning about how to make rafts from ponchos, they probably also want to learn how to make boats, mm-hmm. proper boats for fun. That's right. And so it, here's the the long-awaited website. Um, it's Svensons. This is the one I found. It's s v e n s o n s dot com. S-V-E-N-S-O-N-S dot com. And, uh, I just select, there's a tab there that says free boat plans. And you will not believe the variety of boats that comes up. Just scroll down the list and you'll see a, a whole bunch of different types of boats. But let me tell you, Ben, that's just a starting point. There are so many places now that offer free build your own boat plans. Just pay attention to how long they say that the, the typical build lasts. Look at the source materials list and find out which ones are for you if you if you want to do this because you know some of them require a lot more work than others. If you want to do this just as kind of a on a on a whim, you know, like mm. let's let's throw together a boat. We've got a, a weekend that you know we can dedicate to this. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say it's a worthwhile project to do. But uh, check out the source list. Make sure that it doesn't ask you to do anything that you don't feel comfortable doing yourself or would have mm. to hire out. Yeah, um, because that's that's no fun for anybody. Or if you got a half finished project that you know kind of lingers on for weeks or months or even years that's no good either so you want to you want to do this and, and have fun with it in the summer or springtime um but yeah that's a just a good starting point and you'll you like i said you will not believe the variety that's out there you absolutely will and pro tip for you guys perspective uh would be boat builders you can also go on youtube if you see a kind of plan that you're interested in and odds are you'll be able to see some footage of that boat. Yeah, sometimes people document the build process. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they just show you the finished product, um you know that that they're using on the water and they tell you how long it took to to get to that point. Um that's where I saw one of the boats that I had mentioned. I, I forget which one it was called. I I just don't remember, but it was a mini hydroplane. And the guy had claimed he built it in one day and and I fully oh, believe so him because cool. the, the plans say it and Honestly, it, it's just a really neat project. It's kind of like the, uh, it's akin to the go-kart type project, you know, father-son type mm-hmm. project, father-daughter, mm-hmm. mother-son, whatever. Um, it's it's a good woodworking type project. So if you're comfortable with that type of thing at all, um, maybe look into it. I, I got to say, man, I really wish we lived near a larger body of water. Yeah, I know. I know. So my, cool. my wife would love to have a boat. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she does. My uh, my family has Boats. They're right. in Michigan. They're in Michigan. My yeah. dad has one. Both of my brothers now have a boat as of last summer. 
Uh, um, that's you know, awesome. Just a, a ski boat and one has a fishing boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the only one that doesn't have a boat right now. And, uh, I think if I lived in Michigan, I may consider it, but mm-hmm. at this point here in Georgia, you have to trailer it so far to get to a reservoir right. even. It's not right. even, it's not even a real lake. Um, I, I whispered that. It's, um, but it's a, it's a reservoir. Yeah. And, yeah. um, I don't know. I just, I, you just don't have the lakes like you do up there. And I think, uh, you know, the, the, the situation doesn't call for it down here, really. But fortunately for us, a lot of our listeners live near uh, large bodies of water. Oh, yeah, I know they do. And they may have already built their own boats. So oh, yeah. What do you think? We should maybe put out a call for it? Definitely, and especially, especitially if you've built a, uh, a mini hydroplane. I'd love to see a photo of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, uh, but really, any any type of boat. If you built a utility boat or mm-hmm. one of these little a fishing paddle wheel boat, yeah, uh, which I think is really cool. But uh, in, anything really, if you built a houseboat, I'd like to see it. Oh man, those would be my favorite. Yeah, exactly. You know, I like the mobile living residences. <laughs> That's right. So, guys, if you wanna, I guess we're gonna call it a day uh, this afternoon. If you want to tell us about a boat that you have built or a boat you would like to build, hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter, Car Stuff HSW. Uh, we've also got an awesome blog. If you have some questions about boats and, of course, automotive topics, you can search our website. You're probably going to get the answer you need, but on the off chance that you don't, or if you just want to cut out the middleman and talk to us directly, you can always email us at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. 